You are listening to the She Means Profit podcast with Melissa Houston, CPA, financial strategist for CEOs, and a Forbes.com contributor. She Means Profit is a podcast dedicated to helping small business owners just like you become a master at your finances without confusion so that you can increase your profit and net worth. With over 20 years of experience working with business owners, I'm sharing with you real and actionable advice that will give you the tools to take your financial power back. Let's make some major money moves together. Hey there, and welcome to another episode of She Means Profit, the podcast that speaks to business owners about how to build wealth for yourself through your business. Today, we're talking about lifestyle creep. And for those of you who've never heard this expression before, lifestyle creep is also known as creeping consumption. And it is the gradual increase of one's standard of living over time. So this is a subtle phenomenon that can creep up on anyone, and it's often fueled by credit. So as our income and our credit limits grow, so does our propensity to spend. And while there's nothing wrong with enjoying the fruits of your labor, It's important to be mindful of lifestyle creep and its potential impacts. So this is what we're talking about today. And before we get into it, I want to share my big news with you. So if you've followed me on social media, you've seen this. But if you're solely a podcast listener, then you will know that my huge news is that She Means Profit has gotten a new mascot. So her name is Daisy, and she's a beautiful black lab, and I'm so excited to welcome her to the family. She's three months old now, and she's growing so quickly, and I'm so grateful that we have her in our lives. You may have remembered hearing me speak about the loss of Rosie and Trina, which was a huge loss in our family. And we were left with Charlie, who's a super dog, but now Charlie has a friend to play with. So things feel good all around. Makes our house a lot happier, and I don't know, it just feels more complete, I guess. So it's amazing how pets can impact our lives. And if you have pets and you want to share pictures of them with me, I would love to see them. So send them over on social media, tag me, DM me, or email me, and I'd love for you to share that with me. Okay, so let's get into this. So if left unchecked, lifestyle creep can quickly lead to debt and financial instability. Lifestyle creep can also erode our sense of contentment and satisfaction, leaving us feeling perpetually dissatisfied. It's a trap that can be all too easy to fall into. I certainly had my experience with lifestyle creep. And feeling like I had to spend money. I mean, if if any of you have remembered me talk about my story about financial infidelity, I definitely was experiencing some lifestyle creep in there as well, feeling like I had worked so hard in my career to get where I was, and I deserved to have all sorts of material objects to compensate me for all the hard work. And sadly, that added up very quickly, and I ended up $100,000 in debt. And that was not a fun experience in my life. But I share this story with people so that everybody knows that our mistakes don't define us and that money is very emotional. So on the surface, lifestyle creep doesn't seem like a bad thing. So if you're making more money, you should be able to have a better lifestyle, wouldn't you say? But the problem is, is that lifestyle creep can lead to higher debt levels and decreased savings rates. As your expenses go up, 
your debt load can increase, putting you at risk of financial difficulties down the road. And if you're not careful, like I wasn't, lifestyle creep can eat away at your savings, leaving you unprepared for retirement or other long-term goals. So essentially what happened to me was when I ended up into debt, yeah, I definitely found a way out of getting out of debt, but it put us behind significantly for our retirement savings and just savings all around. It eroded our net worth and, you know, it just wasn't anything that I would recommend to anybody. So this is why I chose to talk about lifestyle creep today, because I really wanted you to hear how these things can creep into your life without really noticing what you're doing. Okay, so for example, let's say that you get more clients and you start spending an extra $500 a month on nights out with friends or buying more stuff and basically feeling like you don't have to watch your money as carefully because you've got this boost, this bump in income, and you've decided that, you know, you're going to reward yourself financially. This extra spending becomes part of your new lifestyle. And you may not even realize it until your budget starts feeling tighter than usual. So you're you're increasing your spending habits. You started slowly. And often what happens is you can justify these this increase in spending habits because you're like, well, I'm making more money in my business now. Therefore, I can spend more money. But, you know, having a bump in income and spending twice the amount of that bump in income is a recipe for disaster. So that's why you always need to be cognizant of the revenue that's coming in and your expenses that are going out. If you find yourself gradually increasing your spending, it's it's essential to take that step back and reassess your budget. Otherwise, you may end up in debt or struggling to keep up with your new new lifestyle. And I'm not talking about specifically just business budget or specifically just personal budget. You need to apply this to both of your budgets, right? So like, let's say, for example, if it's your business budget and you're like, well, I'm making more money now, therefore I can pay myself more. It's going to bleed into your personal budget too, right? So the lines can get blurry, but I want you to stick to the salary that you've planned for yourself and pay yourself that. Do not pay yourself extra for your salary. And look at that extra money you're spending and see how it's improving your profit line. And then see where you want to reinvest that money into your business. You know, whether it's through active income or passive income, you can reinvest that money to have more money working for you because the consequences of lifestyle creep are very real. And one of the major financial consequences is that it erodes your savings. If you're continuously upgrading your lifestyle, whether it's buying a bigger and better house, taking more and more expensive vacations, or indulging in more expensive hobbies, then your costs are going to increase. And it's quite possible they won't keep pace. They'll probably exceed the pace of your income coming in. So then, as I mentioned earlier, your savings will dwindle if your income doesn't keep pace with those increased costs. Lifestyle creep leads to debt problems. If you finance your lifestyle upgrades with credit cards alone, which is very easy to do, and if you've heard me speak about this before, you may remember that plastic is actually so much easier to rack up debt with than if you were paying cash for things. Because now, paying cash, you're physically parting with your money, whereas with plastic, all you're doing is taking a swipe. You're not seeing your money go down. Your balances go down. You're just swiping, mindless swiping. And, you know, another reason, which I should talk about a little bit, because 
this has happened in Canada. I'm not 100% sure if it's happened in the U.S. or not, but there's going to be additional credit card fees to paying with your credit card. So there's another incentive to start paying cash and really looking at the cash that you're spending. But I don't want to get off topic. I want to stick on lifestyle crate, but keep in mind that you know, there are charges coming to our credit card. If they haven't hit your credit card yet, they will be hitting it. And you want to be mindful of how you're spending your money. And you don't want to spend your money on useless charges like credit card charges. So lifestyle creep can also harm your retirement plans. So if you're continuously spending money on luxuries now, you'll have less to save for in retirement. So while lifestyle creep can really feel harmless at first, it can bring you dire financial consequences if you don't take control of it. So for example, if I had continued my spending, which I very well could have, but thankfully I, I woke up to my spending habits, but imagine I spent two hundred dollars or $300,000 trying to keep up with my lifestyle and my income wasn't keeping up with that, I could have bankrupted myself. I could have ended up losing my house because I couldn't pay my bills because what happens is, you know, you pile on the debt, you've got all these interest charges that you have to pay. And especially now that the interest rates are going up, you have to be very careful, especially for mortgage payments and such, right? You may have a low interest rate now and you may have locked in your low interest mortgage rate for years to come. But when you renew and if mortgage rates are still higher, and it's very possible they could go up even higher than the 7 8% that they're at now, we could hit 12 13 15 We don't know what the future holds, but we do know that that's happened before and it's possible that it can happen again. So you need to be mindful of that, knowing that your mortgage payments are going to increase because your interest expense has increased as well. So I have a few tips on how you can avoid this lifestyle creep. And the first step is to be aware of it. So pay attention to your spending patterns and ask yourself whether your purchases are truly aligned with your values and goals. If not, it may be time to make some adjustments. Another helpful strategy is to live below your means. We always talk about this, right? You cannot spend more than what you're bringing in. So by monitoring your expenses and your revenue coming in, like keeping your budget and monitoring your results against that budget, and this this applies to both personal and business finances, so keep that in mind. So by saving money and living on less than what you earn, you'll create a buffer that will help you withstand unexpected or expected expenses such as mortgage payment increases or what have you. So you can definitely avoid pitfalls and enjoy a more sustainable lifestyle by remaining mindful of your spending habits. If you do find yourself falling into these traps, we're going to look at three steps that you can really have a closer look at. The first one, take a closer look at your spending. So we've already talked about it. I'll touch on it again because it's so important. It's essential to regularly look closely at your spending habits to see where you can cut back. If you have a tendency to spend more money as your income increases, you will keep tabs on that and you will see that your income is not covering these additional expenses so you can pull yourself back. So ways you can monitor your spending habits is set a budget for yourself and track your spending. Use those apps that show you if you're hitting your your budget for the month and you know that you need to, to scale back on your spending. By closely examining your spending habits, you can ensure that you're living within your means and staying on track with your financial goals. Even small changes can make a huge difference. 
Little tip number two is make sure you're automatically transferring a fixed percentage of your income into savings. One of the best ways to save money is to set up an automatic transfer to your savings account, wherever that may be, and you're less likely to be tempted to spend that money. So the way I often, and I have definitely brainwashed myself on this, is I have an allotted savings goal that I have each month, and I know that I pay myself on a, on a certain day each month, and my bank automatically withdraws that amount, and it goes away to savings. And in my opinion, it's gone. That money is gone. It's not to be spent. This is for our future. And then the third tip I want to leave you with is create that realistic budget and stick to it. So having that budget is really important. I don't know many people who don't live within a budget, or I don't know many people that are good with their money that don't live within a budget. You always do, even millionaires' budget, even billionaires' budget, because believe it or not, there's always that ceiling of money that you can no longer spend on. So if you're a millionaire and you're spending like you've got $5 million in the bank and you've only got one, you can see how that becomes a problem. So the bottom line is that monitoring your spending habits is the best way to avoid this lifestyle creep. When you're self-aware, you'll notice that your spending habits are increasing, right? And that can be like a little tip off to you if you're like, I'm spending more money than usual. And it seems to be because I feel like I've got more money in the bank. That's the time to, you know, scale back and realize that even though you may have more money, it's possible that you would have spent it. So be mindful of these things. This is definitely attributed to money mindset. And if you need a money mindset refresher, then I suggest you go listen to other money mindset podcasts that I've recorded. I don't have the numbers on me right now, but I will leave the links in the show notes. And just really be mindful because you always need to check in with your mindset. Your money mindset is a muscle that needs to be exercised regularly. So if it's been a while since you've checked in with your money mindset, I highly recommend you go do some refresher reading or listening to podcasts or what have you to get you aligned with your financial goals again to ensure that if you have been suffering from lifestyle creep and your expenses have been getting away with you again, it's time to reel them in. It's totally to be expected. We Everybody does this at some point, right? And I'm guilty of it too, where... I, you know, I'm going along, I'm following my budget, things are looking good. And then I'm like, you know what, I'm just gonna let this one slide. And then it becomes more frequent or frequent, you know, just letting things slide. And it's like, okay, wait a minute, I got to reel this in and take control again. And that's because I also do a regular check-in with my money mindset and I'm honest with myself. You have to be honest with yourself. And I know what I want out of life financially. So I know what I'm saving for. I know what kind of financial freedom I'm looking for. So when I check in with my mindset, my mindset is trying to tell me, no, you're good. I know that I'm not good. And I know that it's time to start scaling back and correcting these things. But the good news is I don't let myself go crazy like I did, you know, years ago when I got into my big financial mess. Now I may overspend by $1,000 a month or something. And that's when I know to reel it in. If I see that I've spent that much money in a month over budget, it's time to stop and say, hey, wait a minute, let's reassess our goals here. What's important to you? What's your why to working for those goals and taking control of it? So it's essential to stay mindful 
that while your business may be good now, there's always a possibility for downturn as well. So downturns happen in business regularly. So be proactive and know that with your cash management system, you want to have cash savings or also known as cash reserves in your business so that you can get through leaner times. So don't go blowing your money and make sure that you keep it in your savings so that you are protecting yourself, you're being proactive, and you know that you can create wealth through your business and make yourself rich, but you have to follow the plan. So if you need to build a solid financial foundation for your business, and you haven't grabbed the five-step roadmap to a profitable biz, I highly recommend you do that now. I'm going to leave the link in the show notes, and this will help you build the financial foundation that you need to make as much profit as you possibly can in your business. Profit, after you've paid taxes, is what you get to keep at the end of the day. Thank you for joining us on the She Means Profit podcast. If you've enjoyed the show, I ask you to hit subscribe, rate the podcast, and leave a review. You can find us on Instagram and LinkedIn at Melissa Houston CPA and join us in our She Means Profit Facebook group. 